Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm speaking with NLP practitioner and hypnotherapist, Kiara Johnson. Kiara and I have worked together inside the Modern Marketing Collective for about two years now, which kind of blows my mind. I've absolutely loved seeing Kiara's self-belief grow and her brand become much more unique and true to her. She's raised her prices and grown her business with more ease. In this episode, we speak about how perfectionism is something that Kiara has really grappled with and how it's actually not always about wanting everything to be perfect, but more a protection mechanism from the shame of not being good enough or the fear of being caught out. Kiara shares the really practical ways that she has worked on her perfectionism tendencies and what this has ultimately meant for her personally and for her business. So without further ado, let's bring on Kiara Johnson to the show. Well, Kiara, so lovely to sit down with you today. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. So please introduce yourself. Uh, Who are you and what do you spend your days doing? So my name is Kiara and I'm a qualified NLP practitioner and hypnotherapist and I help overwhelmed and stressed women to cultivate a more loving relationship with themselves and their body through my mindset coaching program. Oh my gosh. And the way you even say that is just so with so much warmth that it's just, yeah, I can imagine your clients just absolutely love being in your energy. I would love you because I'm sure there might be a few people listening and this would have been me not too long ago that are like, what? What is it she does? What is NLP? What is this hypnotherapy? Can you just give a quick 101 on on what exactly these things are? Yes, that's definitely a common question I get asked. Uh, So with NLP, it's basically what I'm trying to understand is your thought process. So when it comes to our decision making and our behavior, what leads to that? And there's a certain series of thoughts that we have and emotions that we create. And that's what I get to know with my clients. I always say it's like peeling back an onion layer. I love that. And it's just, there's always more layers, don't you find? It's like, oh, I've just had this realization. Then it's like, and then you can just keep having that, which is really, really cool. Yes. And then that's what leads to our sabotage often within our habits that we're trying to achieve. So for a lot of my clients, it might be that exercise or the eating and they just don't understand like why they keep making the same mistakes. And that's where I come in. Where did your business come from, Kiara? Has, has this been something that you've always wanted to have a business around or where did your where did your business start? I definitely did not know that I would want to start my own business. I think I always maybe had that entrepreneurial spirit within me. My mum was always quite entrepreneurial with uh, having her own like little side businesses. And for me, with I worked as a personal trainer for over 10 years. So having that direct experience with clients and I just saw the same problems over and over again. And I was like, 
there's surely got to be a different way that I can help my clients. So what did that early initial stage of your business look like? How did you get it started? How did you attract your first clients? Talk us through that. The first stages of my business was definitely where I realized how much I struggled with the perfectionism and putting myself out there. I feel like starting your own business is seriously the best personal development that you could ever do. (laughs) I reckon too. I really think so because it's just a continuous challenge for ourselves to keep growing, keep evolving, keep learning, keep implementing. Mm. Yeah. And it's having, because when you're working for somebody else, you don't have any of those thought processes. And it's like you're protected in a way from your boss. Like if there's a mistake or something like that, it's like you can, you've always got something to blame and it's like that protective mechanism. But when you're out on your own, it's just, it's you. And if you're not doing the things that you said you were going to do, nobody's going to chase you up. What did the perfectionism look like for you, Kiara? Like how did that kind of um, come into play for you? Certainly when I first started my business. So when I decided and found out about NLP and hypnotherapy and I was like, oh, this could be a way that I could really help my clients out. So I got, I was qualified and then I had that idea of that I could start my own business. And I reached out to a friend's sister who was in marketing to do my logo, my business cards and my website. And what I didn't realize at the time was I I was waiting for everything to be perfect. Like I needed to wait till I had that perfect logo and the business cards and the website so I could be professional. And so that people could see me as, ooh, she's got everything together, like she's professional. And so that meant that I waited, it was around seven to nine months before I even put myself out there and told people about what I was doing. And even friends would ask me like, oh, how's the business going? And my response would be, oh, I'm just waiting for my website to be finished. You know, this isn't uncommon because I hear this a bit too, but it's funny because we don't, having a website and having business cards doesn't actually mean we have a business, does it? It's only when we have the first paying client or customer that it's like, right, good. Now we are in business. But it's that protective mechanism. That's what I realized was like, it was the perfect excuse to hold me back. Because it's like, I, I just need to wait until my website's done and then I can get clients. What do you think you were protecting yourself from, Kiara? Ooh. <laughs> Very good question. Since starting my own business, so a couple of years ago, I I guess I've learned so much more about that perfectionism. And it's not just trying to be a perfect person. It's actually you're trying to avoid the shame of not being perfect and not feeling like you have all your ducks in a row. So it's like if you've got all your ducks in a row, then you won't feel any shame and you'll feel good enough. Does that come into as well feeling like you might get caught out? Someone might kind of see something that they think isn't perfect and that's where the shame comes from? Yes, because you're doubting yourself so much already deep down if anyone was to question that belief of, oh, your website doesn't really look that professional, it'd be like, oh my gosh, you've just confirmed my worst fears and now I can't advertise myself or 
put myself out there because you've just said I'm not professional enough. And isn't that amazing the way that we can give so much power to other people for our own business and we hand over the power to people that we don't really even know or care about necessarily and that really have should have no say or influence on our business. Absolutely. And it's intellectually we understand that. Yes. Like we're so aware of don't worry about what other people think. But when you're in that mindset, it's it's honestly, it's crippling sometimes. How did you work through it? Because it is crippling. It can be, it can be really, really tough. But yeah. How did you work through it? Yeah. It's an ongoing process. Yes. As <laughs> they like always are. <laughs> I like to say I'm a work in progress. <laughs> For me, it was putting the, the quantity out over the quality now, I, I know that sounds really counterproductive, but because for me, I was so focused on at the start, like everything having to be perfect. So let's use an Instagram post, for example, spending like an hour trying to figure out, okay, what photo should I, what graphic should I have changing the, the caption so many times? And then now I actually spend an hour and I'll get like two weeks worth of posts out. And how powerful is that to be able to actually just get so much more done in your business because you're not perhaps second guessing and overthinking and, and feeling that fear. You're just like, you know, this is, is it, how do you feel when you're now creating that content? What, what is it that you tell yourself when you're creating it? I feel a lot more relaxed knowing that things are just going to keep happening. And the more that I do, if a post isn't that great or maybe a podcast episode that I do isn't that great. I know that there's more coming out. So I don't get too caught up on the one thing having to be really perfect. And that's what really held me back at the start was that one Instagram post or that one podcast episode. I, I put so much energy into, you know, that one thing and and that's what then doing more uh, actually increased my confidence. It makes total sense, Kara. I love how you've explained that. Like this podcast show, it's not just one episode. That's not what this is about. It's that it's the body of work, isn't it? And it's the body of work that you're sharing through your content that not one piece is is the work. It's actually the the combination and the culmination of uh, of all that content. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that really helped was just recognizing that my clients don't need me to be this perfect person. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yes. And to be honest, I'm really turned off when I see people that I feel like, geez, they've got everything together. Oh my goodness. I feel so disconnected from this person. I feel like that too. I love to to work with and buy from people that I, yeah, I can relate to more. And I'm like, that's actually really reassuring to know that we're all just people. <laughs> we're all going through different just things. Just humans. I know when we started working together, um, Kara, in the Modern Marketing Collective, you, you mentioned about something I said to you. Do you want to share what that one is? Yeah. And that was about my branding and just like the look and feel of my Instagram, like the grid. Basically, you said that it could be anyone's and you couldn't really see my personality in there. And do you think that was part of that protecting yourself? Yes. Do you want to talk about what, yeah, what, what, what were you thinking and why you created your, I guess your content and your grid and your aesthetic like you did? 
Yeah, I guess initially I wasn't really sharing much of myself. If you had looked at my Instagram, you would never know what I do. You wouldn't know that I was a coach and that I help people with overwhelm and feeling stressed. And it was more just random things and even like books that I was reading. I feel like that was a protective mechanism because if I didn't put myself out there too much and wasn't vulnerable, then I could save myself from, I guess, being judged. It's such a a real feeling that I'm sure many people listening can relate to as well. And And it's scary. And I think it's the thing as well, when you move from working for an organization, when we, it's, you know, it's not about us and our image and our photos and us speaking on camera necessarily and really putting ourselves out there to then running a business and particularly small business owners, sole traders, it really is. And, you know, this is what I'm all about, building that authentic connection with your audience. And it's very hard to do that when your audience don't know who's behind the business. Yeah. And it's like, you're scared to share that part of yourself because it's like, well, what if people don't care? And what if they stop following me as a result of me sharing who I really am? Oh my gosh. And what, what happened for you? What actually happened, Kiara, when you, when you shared, what was your experience? I guess when I started to share a bit about particularly what I struggled with, so when I was working with a pers- as a personal trainer, something that I genuinely struggled with was not feeling good enough as a PT. You know, I, I'd look at everyone else and think, gosh, I don't have that body. I don't have a six pack. I'm, I'm not competing in CrossFit competitions. I had never run a marathon before. I, yeah, I just felt like all other PTs like were so good at a particular aspect of fitness and I was just like oh geez I'm not really that good at anything like what do I have to offer for clients and I genuinely had that struggle for so long and to the point where sometimes I actually even cried (laughs) about it and or if I ate something that was quote-unquote bad I would judge myself so much because I would think oh my gosh, if my clients knew what I was eating right now, like they would be horrified and then they would stop working with me. And so I started to share more about my story and the struggles because I think everyone, for example, sees a personal trainer and they're like, oh, well, they exercise all the time. They always eat the right things and they always do things perfectly and they're always motivated. And I think by me sharing that experience of not being that perfect person at fitness and yeah, some days not exercising. And yeah, that was a really, I guess, important part to me to share that side because that's what I then help my clients with. I can imagine it would have made your audience and your your clients just feel comfortable and feel a lot more sense of uh, that you understood them as well. Yeah, being relatable was really important to me because that's who I was deep down. And I feel like when I was working as a personal trainer, I didn't really share that side of me. I had that facade of having everything together when deep down, I I really didn't. So Kiara, I'd love to love to go into some great wins or progress uh, that you've had over the past little while. I know we've worked together for, how long has it been now? It's been over a year. How long? (laughs) Two years. No, oh my God. 
And we just met each other in person time for the flies. first time at my at my meetup event, which was awesome. That was the best day. I loved it. Oh, it was so good. So what's yeah, tell us about like what how things have changed for you, perhaps how you've you've kind of changed and grown and also your business over this past while too. And that's where and when you say have grown that just spike something in me because what I said before about it being personal development as well like having your own business being the the best personal development so particularly at the start I was way undercharging which I'm sure most particularly most women in business do I, I really had that mindset of when I was working for somebody else as a personal trainer, I had that $30 an hour mindset and I worked five hours and I got that amount. And suddenly when I could choose my own prices, it was it was a huge identity crisis. So I remember at the start charging $80 per hour and I would even go to see the clients that was not feasible to continue that on. And that's what you realize, isn't it? When you start, you're like, I can't keep doing this. Yes. It's so much time and energy and the transformation that they were getting was way above that. And my client even said to me, Kiara, you are way undercharging. (laughs) And I was just like, the shame of that. (laughs) Lovely for the client though to be like, okay, come on now, come on now. <laughs> so changing that concept of exchanging my time for money was a huge thing. So I guess the biggest win for me was actually structuring that into a package and not directly charging for per session. Yes, yes. How's the business changed by doing that, by really working on that sense of perfectionism and actually just sharing who you are, just, you know, flaws and challenges and all. How has that translated for your business? It certainly meant that I've got clients with more ease. It feels like I haven't had to work as hard, which usually, you know, that mentality, and we spoke about it in the Money Mindset Workshop too a couple of weeks ago, was that I I grew up with a mentality of you have to work hard for your money. And if I'm not working hard enough and not working enough hours and I don't deserve that money. And so that's probably been one of the biggest shifts in that area. And what my business did look like a couple of years ago was working hard by traveling to that client, making the $80 coming all the way home and, you know, and then only having maybe a couple of sessions, whereas now, you know, putting it into a a package and charging, you know, triple the amount. That is awesome, Kiara. And it's so true. It's like, I think we can, a lot of us come from the mentality that it's the exertion brings the income and it could be a hard thing. And I, in a, in a recent coaching call, actually, we were talking about um, how a lot of us have built our businesses to be able to have more time off and more time not working. But sometimes we have those, those times and we're like, oh crap, like, should I, should I be working right? Like, Baby, I should work. <laughs> and it's like, Emily, you designed your business to not work all the time, but you got to enjoy it. To have more it. freedom. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And just with the prices, I guess, again, it came to deep down my 
belief that I wasn't good enough. And then if someone was to question that, why are you charging so much for your services? How can you justify that? That was a huge fear of mine, which is what kept me small for so long. How do you think you would feel if someone asked you that now? Yeah, I would be so much more relaxed about it. And it's hard to not take that on board, right? Because you feel like it's a personal attack on you as a person, as opposed to if you were working in someone else's business and they said, gosh, these prices are really expensive. It, it yes. wouldn't be the same because <laughs> you've got that protective <laughs> layer. And I guess what I would understand is that everyone spends their money in different ways. For some people, spending a couple of hundred dollars on a night out is is what's really important to them or spending money on maybe a gym that's a bit more expensive, but they get a better quality experience. And that's what I've really come to learn is that some people just won't appreciate the services that I'm doing because, you know, you might not get that direct, like tangible thing out of it. And I think as well, it's a, it just depends on each person's own personal values and priorities. And I, I think they change a bit over time too. So it's interesting. Um, yeah, then we know, then we want to look at how we speak and really communicate and, and showcase and align to the values of our ideal customers too, so that they just easily understand and, and see all those amazing benefits that come from, come from buying what we have to offer. Yeah, certainly. And especially what you said about changing over time. If I think back to myself in maybe my early 20s, there's no way I would pay for something like my services. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, what's the point? I could use that money to go on a trip to Thailand. Yes. And that's the thing. And that's why like we've really got to know our ideal customer and who we're speaking to. And it's just never going to be everyone because people have their different priorities that, that shift and change. And being okay with that and intellectually understanding that, but really embodying that. What is it you're working on now, Kiara? What, what's kind of the focus in your business? What are your, your goals moving forward? A big goal of mine is to become full-time yes. in my business. So I'm working towards that. What we've what we worked on last year with the coaching calls that I was on, particularly towards the end of the year, we spoke about offering a few different services. So I've created, so I've got that VIP package, and then creating a few smaller packages has been really helpful. Although people were still wanting the VIP package, which is fantastic. (laughs) So for those listening, uh, we do some offer audits and uh, that's one of the trainings as well as in the collective to actually look at the structure of what people are offering. And so Kiara did an audit of her own products and we looked at different things that she could, she could offer. Yeah. That's really, really cool that there people are just going for the top option, which is, uh, I love it. With my new website, I finally got that up and running. That was, we worked through something about my website on a coaching call And it was about, again, having a similar issue of me not putting myself out there and just holding back with my website because that was, again, a protective thing that I could just say that I was working on my website. So I finally got that up and running and to be able to offer a few different things, like I've now got a stress management hypnosis on there, which is something like I've always wanted to do, but I never knew how to put it on my website. Oh, Kiara, that is awesome. 
And yeah, what's what's kind of like a something that you might be working towards a goal for the end of the year? Or when's your, do you have a timeline for when you're looking to leave your job? Oh, I love how you said <laughs> timeline. Because when you set vague goals and don't have a timeline, <laughs> it means that you're not actually <laughs> properly working towards mm-hmm. it. So I certainly need to create Okay, what is your timeline? What is your timeline? <laughs> you can come back to me on that. You can come back to me. I'm thinking this time next year. Okay, nice, nice. Amazing. And for me to be able to offer something like a group coaching program to help that scalability. I think that would be a really cool next uh, next thing to look at as well. So, um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've just found with the one-on-one aspect and that's what you um, you always talk about in your trainings as well is getting sort of, you know, that fully booked out with the one-on-one clients and – it's such an amazing way to understand my clients. Like I have learned so much, particularly in the last year of just directly being one-on-one with clients. Yeah. It's so good. And even when you're doing group things, I think it's still a good idea to have a little bit of whether there's conversations like these or other conversations to really understand and be present and um, stay really in tune with your, with your customers. Yeah. And that's where all my content comes yes. from. It's brilliant. <laughs> I used to put so much pressure on myself to try and come up with content. And you think that you need to be coming up with these things that no one's ever heard of before. And as soon as I just let myself just listen to clients, listen to what was coming up and then go, oh, this would be a fantastic podcast episode. Yes. And it's just so much easier. Yeah, so much more simple. That's what I say, you know, rather than trying to come up with and create this, this, all this new content, actually looking at sharing what is just happening and whether that's sharing some of those, those awesome conversations and ideas that were had in client sessions. It's such, um, such rich, engaging, helpful content too. And even things that I'm struggling with as well. Like I just recorded an episode about overthinking we're looking to move house and I was overthinking which suburb and you know all these sorts of things and I was just like oh this would be a fantastic (laughs) episode to record I love it yeah sharing our own experiences and what we're learning in um and growing through as well yes well Kiara thank you so much for joining me today where can everyone go to find you and book in with your amazing services and also tune into your podcast so my podcast is called become your own best friend oh I love that Kiara is that a new name did it used to be called something different no but I did change the branding okay love it awesome and again that was something that I was overthinking and (laughs) the minute I just stopped putting so much pressure on myself (laughs) it just came to me because you'll probably change it again in a few years you know the the branding or next year you'll be like I'm over that now. (laughs) And that's my podcast. And on my website is insideouthealthwellness.com.au. And that's where I've got my free stress management hypnosis on there. So if you're needing to retrain your thought processes around stress, then absolutely jump on that. And I'm on Instagram at the same handle, so Inside Out Health Wellness. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for chatting with you, Cara. Thank you for being so open as well about grappling with perfectionism and how it like it really is such a way to protect ourselves too and so when we can have the courage to just push ourselves a little bit beyond being perfect and 
to just shed it a little bit and be really who we are. It is so powerful. And like you said, it sounds like you now have just a lot more ease in your business. It's a lot more enjoyable for you to run it. And uh, and your clients can just really relate with you as well, which helps to build that trust and, and increase your bookings. Yeah, absolutely. And just learning about, we can understand something intellectually, but it's the mindset which is blocking us from that so yeah that's been a huge help for me thank you Kiara no worries thanks so much Em thank you for listening to the Emily Osmond show brought to you by my Instagram freebies which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free so please take a few seconds to leave me a review subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast upload it to your social media and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too until next time remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.